wait is over, it is finally here. What we've been talking about, what we've been waiting for, what has been on everybody's mind for the last few months. On another episode of What About Now? What About Now? We're going right. to discuss this with you right now. Man, it's a big, big, in-depth conversation. The wait is over. I mean, it's over. I mean, it's, over. it's it's what we've we've waited for. What pretty much everyone's been talking about. Um, and dude, the call. Can that can you call, believe? Can you believe cra- the call? Craziness, craziness. I, Just this this entire situation. The the I'm, fact that. We're in this situation again. That's the crazy thing. Yes. And it's so blatant. It's like they're not even ashamed of the call. It's they're blatantly like you would think that they would like apologize or cover up that call if they could. But no. It's like it's like Groundhog Day. It's just the same thing repeating over and over again and nothing has changed. Nothing it's has changed. In your face. It's in your face. That call is just... I cannot believe that the Saints got screwed again. Oh, my God, Jesus. Now that we're in the NFL season, the season is finally here. After the Saints got screwed in the playoffs last year. And that call, do? another horrible call, and the Saints got screwed again. We've been again. waiting for months for the NFL. And uh, you know what? Um, as a Dolphins fan, I, you know, I really wasn't waiting too eagerly <laughs> for the season. And you know what? I was right. Um, because there's, there's rebuilding years. Then there's, I don't even know, I don't even know what you would call this year. <laughs> uh, tanks for the memories. <laughs> is it, is it possible to have a, a, um, a contraction instead of an expansion? Uh, that's exactly what they're doing. Uh, th- this, um, yeah. I actually, I actually, I will see if you agree with me on this. Um, tanking, for those of you who don't know, is a term used when a franchise, a sports franchise, uh, pretty much does puts their team in a position to lose. You mean like, for example, sucking for luck? Let's suck for luck. Yeah, but but um, yeah, pretty much. Where where you know that you're not putting out personnel on the field that have a very good chance of winning many football games. That when you do have that personnel that could help you win football games, you go ahead and you trade them for future draft picks. People like Laramie Tunsil and Minka Fitzpatrick, they got traded the last few weeks to other teams for uh, first-round picks. Um, So they're tanking for the future. Uh, and I'm I'm used to seeing that, uh, especially in baseball. Baseball does that all the time, where they go ahead and they get rid of of established players for future prospects. Um, but I kind of understand it in baseball sometimes because there are some salary cap dis- discrepancies between what teams can afford for one, and there's also a longer career, where if I play for you now and you do bad this year. That doesn't mean my career is going to be terrible. You could rebuild a team in three or four years, possibly, and I, I'm still playing for you, and I could have you know a, a decent, successful career. But football's different. It's it's a more violent sport. 
and it's a sport where careers are much shorter. And also, I, also lives are much shorter. Uh, the lives of the players, unfortunately, oh, are much shorter. Absolutely, yes. But I think it's it's tremendously disrespectful to the people on the, you know for the, for the players on the Dolphins who are going out there and putting their bodies on the line every week. It's disrespectful to them to be so blatantly tanking. I've seen teams be bad before. I've never seen a team be this blatantly, purposefully bad before. Are you sure it's purposely and they're not just so inept that that's the result? This, this, no, this is purposeful. This is purposeful. Really? Yes. Sounds like a little ooh conspiracy theory. No, no, there's no, there's no conspiracy theory. This. What this proof is, do you have? Uh there was a quote. I don't have the exact quote. Um, but it was a quote right, uh, right after uh, Flores, the head coach, was hired. Uh, it was either him or the GM that said that they were really, really excited and really looking forward to some of the prospects in the 2020 draft. And we pretty much, we being the Dolphins, pretty much have like um, all of the draft picks in the first round, if I'm not mistaken. I yes, might be, I might be exact, wrong. Exactly. I think we now, actually have, now, I believe we actually have 40 first round draft picks. Something like that. But here's the thing. Remember when I said what that quote was given shortly after he was hired, which means this quote that I just gave you was given in December of January which was a few months before the 2019 draft. So the Dolphins, at a managerial level, were already looking forward to a draft that was over a year away. They already knew that the answers that they were looking for were not in 2019, but in 2020. And they were going to do everything they could to increase their chances of hitting it big in that year. And that's exactly what they've done. Everything they've done so far is set up for the 2020 draft. So, yeah, it looks to me like this is a purposefully bad start. So, hold on a second. So, me being the, the, the showman that I, that I pretend to be, that I think I am, I am not, um, my, my creative wheels are flowing. So, if that's the case where they intentionally tanking, why wouldn't they take advantage of it and have a little fun? And so, hey, we know... We're going to tank intentionally. Let's have some fun. Let the fans have some fun. Let's completely embrace it. Every, every week, in a nutshell, every week, like invite a fan to come on the field and play. As, <laughs> as one of the, like actually embrace and have some fun. You know, we're going to tank this year, but you know what? We still, we still want the fans to show up. We still want them to be involved. So how can we make this crazy fun, even though we're going to lose every single game? They <laughs> randomly, just like, I don't know, was it the... The, the Roman Coliseum, where they just randomly picked audience members to be killed. Along those veins, just <laughs> randomly pick audience, uh, you know, fans in the stands to come down and, and like, uh, hike the ball or, you know, catch a ball. Remember we just talked about the very beginning of this conversation about being disrespectful to the players on the field? <laughs> I don't recall any such conversation. <laughs> it did only happen 30 seconds ago, but I understand. I know. Yes, I have the... Uh, I have the uh, memory of a goldfish. Sorry, what were we talking about? <laughs> Ten second Ted. That's what we call him. <laughs> that's a different reason. That's a different reason. Um, but uh, anyway, so, so yeah, why not? If they're going to tank, come on. It, it could be like, uh, what was that old movie with uh, Dudley Moore? Crazy People, where 
Um, the advertise. This is another deep cut. Um, advertisers that leveled with America, they were truth. They introduced truth into advertising. It became insanely popular. Like so, like yeah, embrace the tanking and then do these crazy publicity stunts to maybe like, oh my god, they're tanking. But what are the cr- what are the craziness? Could I they vague, do? Said, I vaguely remember that movie. It was with Daryl Hannah, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. So like they would they could randomly just invite people in the stands to come play. What else could they do? I think uh, for for seventy five dollars you get to stand on the sideline and call two plays. Ooh, call. Okay, so let's say, you know, because of physicality, you might some people might actually die trying to play a play in the NFL. Maybe some people get to call the plays. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. That's yeah. a, that's another good. Yeah. So you, you basically you're involved. Yes. You can call the plays. You can participate in the plays. And if I, mean, I have think, and if I have Kenyon Drake on my fantasy team, you can be guaranteed it's going to be running plays. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to say I have zero dolphins on my fantasy team. <laughs> oh, congratulations! By the way, before I forget, today um, for our temporary listener, Prime Rich, who has in fact confirmed via comments in Castbox that he's still alive and he's still listening. Today is uh, September 26th, 2019. And um, I don't know, are we done talking about football? Because I feel like there's sort of an elephant in the room, something else we need to talk about that's kind of in the news right now. Um, hockey season's about ready to start? Yes, that's exactly. Oh, okay. Exactly the case. <laughs> no, um, I don't think I've ever actually... No, I think I might have in my life watched exactly one hockey game. It was a Stanley Cup game. I can't remember when or who it was, but I think maybe I watched the Stanley Cup game once. All right, good for you. So, of course, what I'm referring to is the fact that within the past, was it, I mean, everything's moving so fast, but I think just a day or two ago, the articles of, uh, the impeachment inquiry was opened by the House of Representatives, that was the big news. Oh, that's what we're talking about. I guess, I guess we should talk about that. I mean, like, yeah, people, I don't know, did maybe people think we were talking about something different in the opening, something about... Something about a call between Trump and the president of Ukraine, maybe <laughs> waiting for impeachment to get rolling all this time. I don't know. That's what we know in what we call in the biz as the old uh, switcheroo, you know? So, <coughs> how, how do you defend this? I, I, I'm very curious because I'm trying to be as nonpartisan about this as possible. I'm, when I'm first, looking question, at it, First of all, question, why? Why are you trying to be nonpartisan? Because I think if I if I take the the process of examining this through a non-filtered lens, um, I have a better chance of, of really seeing the truth. I, I don't want my personal biases to... to to color my perception of things. I have biases. Everybody does. I don't like Trump. That's not a, you know, that's not, uh, um, a surprise, but I also want to, I want to really, you know, this is serious. Whenever you're, whenever you're impeaching a sitting president, it it should be a, a serious. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did you say impeaching? Um, I thought we said we were going to call it impruning. Oh, I, I apologize. You're right. We're, we're impruning. <laughs> Although I, I, I do think he's more... I think we should stop calling him uh, the orange man. I think his new color is impeach. But uh, <laughs> um, I, I want to I be... 
I want to try to look at this through a non-biased lens because I think this is history going on. And I want I want to be as nonpartisan as possible and try to be as fair as possible with something so serious. And even in doing that, I I don't see how you defend this. I don't see so what what is exactly the Republicans' defense on this? What is the, what is the right wing talking points on this? How is this not what it appears to be to me? Um, usually, step one is deny, uh, deflect. You know, it, you remember alternate facts? It never happened. Oh, it's no big deal. Come on, you're making such a big deal out of this. First of all, it didn't happen. Like Giuliani, he gets on and he says conflicting things with intent. You know, it never happened. But if it did happen, it's no big deal. Right. It's, it, you're, you're blowing this all out of proportion. No, but I'm not, uh, even, I'm not even talking about, like, that part. Of, I'm talking about the actual transcript for the phone call, which the White House released, which they claimed would be like, see, you'll see this and they'll exonerate it. And I look at it and I, I, I read it and I'm like, no, this doesn't exonerate you at all. This might make it even worse than I thought. It's like, yeah, this is this is bad. This is no nowhere. But isn't isn't his whole popularity based on the fact that, yeah, I do this, and I'm proud of it. I say, fuck immigrants, and I say, we're gonna build a wall, and I say I'm a pussy grabber, and. I don't know, just, you know, everything that's possibly hateful and disgusting and, and, and white supremacists are fine. And the idea is that I say it and I'm not ashamed of it. And people are like, yeah, and we love you. Like, and you know what? And I'm the guy in charge. And I'm, I'm going to use every possible tool, every possible trick I have at my disposal to get reelected. Uh, you, you know, everybody does dirty tricks. And you know what? I'm going to give somebody a call and say, I need you to give me the dirt. I don't care who it is. It's, that's the whole thing is that he does everything out, out in the open. Every possible negative thing, it's it's out in the open. That's that's People are cheering at their rallies, all the disgusting things that they want. You get what I'm saying? Right. No. Yeah. So, well, I understand you're saying they don't care whether or not we shake down the Ukraine. It's that whole unapologetic boldness that they're attracted to? I don't know. But doesn't he realize that what he's doing is like unconstitutional and possibly criminal and I guess this, you mean I, I'm assuming the Senate Republicans are going to protect him I am assuming you, you mean as opposed to all the other squeaky clean behavior that has been up till now I no mean, but but here, here's the thing there was always a way to kind of weasel out of all the other stuff from things like you know the Comey, Comey fucking things up on his end to Mueller not coming out and saying this motherfucker obstructed justice. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna let Congress decide that. That you know, that was the Mueller report was like, okay, great. You know, I couldn't find any actual smoking gun link of collusion between Trump and Russia. Uh, Did you forget but, about co-conspirator number one? The fact that uh, Michael Cohen is currently. Um, at the Gray Bar Hotel, because I want to sound like a 90-year-old man. It doesn't mean shit to the Trump thing, because the Mueller report did come out and say it is basically is not 
the job of this investigation to determine whether or not there's obstruction of justice. That's the job no, of Congress. That's not, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the campaign finance violations that sent Michael Cohen to prison that had nothing to do with collusion, that had nothing to do with obstruction. That was the payoffs. Michael Cohen is in jail because of that, and he was Trump was referred to as what? Um, individual number one. Yeah, individual number and one. The only reason he hasn't been indicted because he's a sitting president. It has nothing to do with Mueller. Right. Well, then why wasn't he impeached on that? That is a great question. <laughs> that is a great question. <laughs> so, let's talk about that aspect of it. Um, I don't know. Maybe because, like with Clinton, it's like, oh, we lied about a blowjob. Oh, Trump uh, paid off a porn star to keep quiet. You know, it's it's like that would have been the perfect like, thing to do. That would have been the perfect thing. And, I, and, and honestly, that's something that's a little easier for most people to wrap their heads around sex and 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 paying for it. Yeah, but know? it doesn't feel like treason. Paying off a porn star to keep quiet doesn't sound like treason. Uh, yeah, but there's people who don't even know what treason is, and they're going to say this isn't treasonous. He was just doing what he could, what he had to do. So, and it's what? Actually, a, and what about Hunter Biden? That's going to be the response. But what about Hunter Biden? Uh, what about Hunter Biden? What'd you Hunter all find Biden out? isn't isn't the president. Yeah, and what, what'd you all find out? <laughs> he took millions out of there. Like, yeah, it's called making money. What did he do illegal? <laughs> well, that's what they were trying to find out. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> So let me get, let's just clarify this. So somebody who was uh, accused of him and his campaign was accused of colluding with the Russians to get elected. This big, you know, year, I don't know if it was years long, but definitely months and months long ordeal of the investigation of the special counsel, Robert Mueller. Finally it comes out, he's, what he's, um, I guess he was exonerated of collusion, but of course not exonerated of obstruction. And so he basically, with the with the Mueller report behind him, say, "All right, let's do another collusion." Now I got now I like I squeaked by <laughs> with that last collusion. I'm definitely gonna collude again, right? right. What? Yes, yes. <laughs> that does that that doesn't make any sense. Like, well, maybe his rationale is. Well, I got away with the first time. I'm sure I get away with the second time. Because well, a normal I, I person, think it, I think his thought process is what you said earlier. He can, he thinks he can get away with anything. Just do it out in the open. So yeah. Anyways, but I mean, I mean, yeah. We know that the Senate's gonna. Okay, uh, so, do so let's let's kind of get to the the legislative branch part of this thing. Okay, first off, um, I I I've always thought that. Uh, an impeachment investigation and potential articles of impeachment were the right things to do constitutionally. Now the question becomes, is this the right thing to do politically? Politically. Yes. Um, and I have an opinion about it, but I, I'd like to hear yours first. I, I think it is because the Democrats need to show that they actually have some backbone and they're going to hold them account and... and not, it has to. It's going to go down in history, right? Because they say, "Well, who's been impeached before?" Yeah, Johnson, Clinton. Yeah, they were acquitted, but right. they were impeached, and this is going to go down in the history books. They right. need to show some backbone. And also, also, I have a question: Is it possible to impeach the president multiple times, impeach him, and then acquit him, and then impeach him again for something else? Because uh, I would be, it'd be really cool if he was impeached multiple times. 
Um, well, let's put it this way. If he wins re-election in 2020 and they don't get him with this one, I'm all for just tying him up for another four years with impeachment articles. Yeah. What about, like, constant impeachment? Like, every Tuesday they impeach him. Yeah. No, no. I, but here's... I, I think if you do that, you do run the risk of, of losing the American people if, if you just constantly... Yeah. You, you, you run the risk of actually making that look like the witch hunt that, yeah, that he accuses it of being, so... Now, do you remember how... When Obama was president, the Republican Congress, I don't know if it was just the House or it was the full Congress, they voted to repeal Obamacare like 80 times. Yeah, and they never could, uh, yeah, they never could. Well, they didn't have the, uh, they didn't have a majority, but yeah. I do no, this is, no, no, this is when they did control Congress, but they couldn't override Obama. Right, exactly. Okay. And, in fact, and I think, I don't think, was it that the House kept doing it, but it never went anywhere in the Senate? I can't, I can't remember. I but think it was the House. I believe it was the House. House. Over and over, the House kept yeah. voting to repeal Obamacare. Yeah. So, why not? Didn't that, seem to have hurt them politically. Well, actually, I mean, technically, the, you know, the House was shredded in... Um, <laughs> last November, the House, was sh- the House Republicans yeah. were shredded. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, so what else? What else we like? Because we have so much to talk about. Well, well let, uh, let me kind of weigh on what, what you said before we move on. I don't think we yes. should walk away from this. This is too big to walk away from immediately. So. You, at, you asked me a question. You said, should and, they and, do it? And, and you said, yeah, yeah, I think so. And I, yes. I, I wanted to say that I, I actually agree with you 100%. I think not only, like I said, is it constitutionally the important thing to do, if we're going to scream about party over country, at Republicans, then we have to be willing to put party over country on our side, which means even if we run the risk of a political backfire for doing something like that, if we believe it's the right and the constitutional thing to do, we should do it, regardless of the yeah. political cost. Um, if not, we're no better than the Republicans. But on top of that, I actually think that you're completely and totally hit it on the nail on the head um, about getting the Democrats out to vote. I think the analysis has been wrong to this point, which is the the analysis was if we impeach and it, it ends up being an unpopular thing, it will fire up his base to show up and vote for him. And the the problem is they are already going to be there. They don't need this to to be fired up. They need the my pillow guy to tell him to go vote, and they go out and vote. His base is reliable. His base does not waver, and his base is going to show up. Now hold on a second. Now, I'm I'm just thinking, just just spitballing here. How do we distract his base? Do you think his base would get distracted if we say, "Hey, come to the Dolphin games. You can uh, play. You play a couple plays and call a couple calls." You think maybe that would like? I'm just trying to think of how we can distract the base from showing up. A nation, a nationwide bingo game for millions of dollars. Huh. Uh, don't they have that already, though? Isn't it called Powerball? No, 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 but this is bingo. 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 Like, and you give everybody a card. It's kind of like the, the Monopoly game at McDonald's. It's more like okay. that. And okay. All the, I mean, and, seems... and, and, and then you say that the announcement is the the... the, the, the the winning numbers are going to be read out on election day, and you have to sit by your radio or or your television and wait for the winning numbers to be called. And we're going to be calling numbers all day long, and there's going to be multiple winners of millions of dollars. 
Now, with this fall under the umbrella of voter suppression, this is more like voter distraction. More like voter distraction. Yeah. We're not suppressing them. They have a choice to not sit by the radio. I'm saying old I'm sorry. radio because I'm I think they're, they're old people. Okay. They're old people. Okay. So. But there's plenty of crazy young people. This is true. This is true. But his base is... Uh, older. What the, else? The, All right, the majority so, of his base is older. We know that. The majority what else? of Fox talking about because news watchers are older, so we know that. Um, so what else do you want to talk about? Because there's just so much else to get to. I mean, this if we talk about this and then I post it a week later, a week, week and a half later, it's we're going to be completely out of date. Because by, by the time people start listening to this... He's going to be acquitted and impeached again, and they're going to find five more scandals. It'll be like the phone, the phone call to the Ukrainian president. What? That was like seven scandals ago. Dude, the name of our podcast is "What About Now?" Okay, unless unless you want to change it to "What About Then," we're this is what we're stuck with. This is how we do it. We have to talk about this because it is now. It is literally the only mission statement we've put out there. What about now? <laughs> but it's our now. It's not the listeners now. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. How do I talk about the future? The future, Conan? <laughs> remember, do you remember that bit? Yes, yes. Is it, is it, should we change it to what about things to come? I don't know. Yeah, what do you... <laughs> No, it's the opposite. It's things that happened. It's not things to come. It's when people are listening, when Rich is listening. Uh-huh. It's, it's something from a week ago. Right. But if you want to make it more topical for them, it has to be what about things to come. So by the time they listen to it, it might actually be now. Uh, so Instead we of need then. To talk about... Okay. Now all I'm doing is thinking about the scene from Spaceballs. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But when? Soon. <laughs> Um, great, all this shit I gotta post. You're right, so we have to talk about stuff that's gonna happen next week. So so that when a week goes by, they'll be listening, and it'll actually be the present for them. Okay, I, I got it now. I got it, yes. You got it, okay. Gotcha. So what's going on in the news next week, dude? <laughs> Probably the impeachment stuff still. <laughs> let's, let's try, okay, let's try, we're each gonna try to predict, we're each gonna try to predict... A Trump scandal from next week. What do you think? You want to give it a try? Sure. Let's go for it. You start. Okay. Uh, well, I, I got to think about it for a minute. Hmm. Um. Let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna avoid. Cause th- think. Let's. Let's review. Let's think about all the scandals. There have been hush money scandals. There's been uh, scandals about political, uh, you know, collusion and trying to dig up dirt on your enemy. Oh, so it's like, I'll, okay, find, find, well, hold on, so just to review, find out stuff about your enemy in a dirty way, suppress stuff about yourself in a dirty way, and then a good old-fashioned monetary corruption. You know, like getting, uh, violating emoluments, getting the, all the, the diplomats in, uh, to spend money, all the foreign countries and all the companies to spend money at your hotels. Get the U.S. Air Force to stay... Have to, to use the airport that's right next to your Scottish golf club so they can keep the airport open. Because if the airport closes, your golf uh, club's going to be fucked. Your country club's going to be fucked. Yep. And then making them stay there overnight. So, okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it back to financial. I'm going to step away from collusion. I'm going to say, hmm, next week is going to be another something financial. Some, I mean, like somehow using the government to spend money 
just so that line his pockets. Remember, there was a whole trying to get the G7 to be held at Doral Country Club. So I, I, I don't know if I can have I have something very specific, but it's generally under the, I'm going to say it's under the umbrella of let's go back to a, a financial scandal. Hmm. That's I'm buying my buying myself some time. Do you have any thoughts? Hmm. Um. We're going to find out that. Uh, Trump Steaks is making a comeback and Trump Steaks. Yeah, and they're 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 going to be served at all the state dinners at the White House. Okay, that's good because that's definitely financial. That's trying to use the government to line his pockets. So I'll Okay, that's good. Okay. So I think between the two of us we came up with one. <laughs> okay. Okay, so so can you believe can you believe what is going on? Can you believe that son of a bitch not only brought back Trump steaks, but he's mandating it, mandating that Trump's, Trump steaks be served not only at official White House functions, but in cafeterias at, at, the gov- at the federal buildings. All the federal buildings around the country, the ones that have cafes, cafeterias, they have to serve Trump steaks. There you go. I think that's a good one. Wow, I can't believe that scandal that <laughs> is going to be a week from now, but by the time people listen to the podcast, it'll be in the present. I, I've got one. I've got one. And oh, I, ooh, ooh, I've ooh. got one, okay. but, but of a more serious note, not quite so, so humorous. Um, can you believe that, once again, a Trump attorney general rec- recuses himself from any part of the investigation? Uh, no, I can't actually believe that, Darren. You're talking about Bill, because we're talking about Bill Barr, and so no. Do you think that he has studied his history and realizes that Richard Nixon's attorney general, who helped try to cover up Watergate and interfered with that investigation, was disbarred and spent 19 months in federal prison? I don't know that he had to study the history because you know he is a part of history. What do you? What do you? What else do you know about Bill Barr? Uh, that he is a, is a Trump lackey, and I don't think he, he will recuse himself, but I do look um, forward to the potential of him going to prison. So would it surprise you for me to tell you that he was, in fact, Attorney General already? This is the second time he's Attorney General. Did you That's know that? right. I've forgotten that. He was, he like, was Attorney General under George H.W. Bush. That's right. It wasn't for very long, though, right? Not for very long. Yeah. But this is his second... Stint as Attorney General, yeah. so he is a part of history. Darren. In fact, maybe this, maybe he's going to be Attorney General again sometime in the future. But uh, well, I didn't say he wasn't part of history. I was wondering if he had studied his history and known what you know, realized what had happened to Nixon's Attorney General, the last one to really interfere and get caught up in a in an impeachment scandal. Nixon got I, to resign. I, his Attorney General got disbarred and went to prison. Ooh. Okay, so this has been... So you're actually predicting that he's going to recuse himself? Seriously? I find it. I, 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 I... If I had to bet money, I'd say no. But since we're having fun with uh, what about things to come, sure, why not? So this is a new segment. This is the what about things to come segment. Let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. This administration has been filled with rats leaving the sinking ship. If this truly is as bad as we think it is, just 
laymen who aren't well versed in constitutional law. But if it's as bad as we think it is, and if it's as bad as some people who are versed in constitutional law say it is, then I do expect some people to want to protect their own asses. He hasn't he he hasn't gotten a shit ton of loyalty from a lot of people recently. Here's the thing. Wouldn't it just make sense for Barr to stick around and protect him and then Trump just pardoned him on his way out the door? Uh, not if he is impeached or resigned. He didn't have pardon powers at that point. Because what they'll do is they'll go ahead and hold Barr's trial after he's gone. Uh, all right then. So yeah. you, okay, so if that's your prediction, you predict that, wow, I can't believe it. It's, it's, uh, it's the first week of October and, uh, Bill Barr just recused himself from the whole Ukraine investigation. Man, I did not see that coming. Did you uh, see that yeah. coming? Yeah, I, I, the, he's sitting there on Twitter comparing him to Jeff Sessions and talking about loyalty and all that stuff. Wow. Wow. He's having a meltdown. He's having his meltdown again, his daily meltdown on Twitter. Also, did you see that the Dolphins lost to the Jets 83-0? to zero? <laughs> Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And I thought it was really cool for you to go out there and run a play. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you did you like that? I mean, like I'm pretty uh, quick in my uh, middle age, and you know? I'm pretty yeah, spry, yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, it was a five yard loss, and you have a broken femur, but hey, you know. Well, you know, these bones are a little bit brittle. Oh man, broken femur. It could be worse. That's all I can say. Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> have you ever broken any bones in your life? Yes. Which? Oh, what have you broken? I've 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 broken both arms different times. Uh, You've broken. What? How do I not know about this? I don't know. I fractured my wrist riding my bicycle, uh, and then I broke my right arm roller skating. So uh, this was were these both before I met you? Yeah, yeah. The last time was about okay. thirteen. So, yeah. I finally popped my cherry five or six years ago. I broke a toe. Really? Wow. Yeah, this was when I was still in Florida. I broke a toe. In fact, it was it was clearly a um, uh, a faulty living room configuration because we had a I don't know if I've talked about this before. We had a little love seat in the living room in our in our in our house in Florida, and it was in such a place that you would come around the corner and whack your toe on it. And both me and my wife broke the same pinky toe on that corner like at different times like wow. I broke my left pinky toe and then like some other time she broke her left pinky toe on Jesus. that same corner at that point we decided that that we really needed to move that love seat <laughs> two hey two is enough <laughs> but I was just gonna get off on a tangent I totally forgot I was gonna ask you about something I'm about- just talking about oh the the dolphins what were we talking about so how do you treat Talk a broken about- pinky toe you did not nothing really. You put ice on it. You pretty much you tape it to the other toe. There's not really much you can do. Yeah. I get an X-ray to make sure it wasn't like a like a like a, a like a fracture that would be fucked up, like a like a clean break versus a like if it's you want to make sure it's like a, like I think I think it's like a clean break as opposed to like um, something really gnarly. But if it's like a clean break, you basically just you just you tie it off. You set it to the other toe. You put some ice on, and that's it. And then you just hobble around for weeks. Oh. You wear you wear a flip flop to work. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Oh, okay. So, um, does it does it hurt when it gets cold outside? 
Uh, no, that, that, isn't that like your, that's not your toe, is it? That's like your... No, broken bones supposedly is like, oh, it aches when it gets cold outside or whatever. So, no. not, not your toe, but your broken bone, you know? Uh, no, no, that's an old wives' tale, I think. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, what else? We were talking, we were a little meander, trying to get a little meander, talking about broken toes, but, uh, we were talking about, uh, what about... Things to come. The ghost of Christmas future, if you will. Uh, what else? Do you want to wrap this Trump shit up? Uh, yeah, um, I, I, I think uh, just to wrap it up, uh, another good thing to do, uh, a good reason to do it, and this is, is a political reason, is if it actually does come down to a vote for impeachment, the House is going to vote to impeach. It's going to go to the Senate, and then we'll finally be able to get the Mitt Romneys and the Ben Sasses and the Susan Collins and those who are always frowning and very concerned on Twitter about things will eventually get to get them to go out there and have to put their name on something. I'm sorry. Did was was my co-host um, replaced by the ghost of Carol Channing just then? Because it sounded like Carol Channing was on was on the phone. Are, Carol, are you there? Why? Because I said very concerned. It's the way you said it. You're very concerned. You sound like Carol Channing. Very concerned. No, they're always very, very concerned. concerned. Okay, so this is being another episode. What about now with Carol and Ted? You did you actually just drop a Carol Channing reference? How fucking old the, are you? The reason the reason why I know nothing about Carol Channing, but the reason why she's fresh in my brain is because as I recommended. If you listen to the Conan O'Brien podcast, the one with Andy Ricker, Richter, he tells a story about Carol Channing that was so funny, I was crying. It was so funny, I was crying. You've got to listen. To it. So again, I'm old, and I don't, but I really don't know too much about Carol Channing that she's a dead um, Broadway actress. That's all I know about her. So yes, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this podcast, one of our hosts just basically told you to stop listening to it and go listen to a <laughs> funny one. Conan O'Brien's. No. That's what no. we do on this podcast. We advertise for rich uh, comedians. No, you can you can finish listening to ours and then listen to Conan. Yeah. Because, you know, that's what Conan needed. He just needed to take one more piece of media away from everybody else. Look, look, he, his his trajectory has been is kind of downward. He uh, he just went from an hour show to a half hour show. On the other hand, his his podcast is is uh, is smoking right now. It's uh, through the roof. So, uh, yeah. And uh, just like ours, it's a smoking crater. But hey, <laughs> something smoking. All right, so let's wrap it up. With that was the what about now? Um, sorry, that was the what about things to come segment. What about things to come? What about things to come? I have five more segments to cover. So let's move it along. Next. Okay. Well, go ahead. You want to do any more current events? Did you want to talk about any brief? You said you mentioned something uh, off the air, but you want to talk about how um, you went to the new um, Star Wars exhibit at Disney, or you uh, went to a, you went to the Who concert. You want to talk about any of that? Oh, uh, we can. I thought if if you want to trans transition into the more personal stories, sure, we could do the. No, no. Um, we we can end with the personal stories. Okay. Well, then let's let's do segments. Let's, let's do let's segments. Let's do segments. All right. I'll transition into something. Uh. Let's transition into another segment of Asian domination. 
Wow. Just let me point out that we're gonna. This is gonna be a showbuster. We're doing six, maybe seven segments. This is probably gonna end up doing seven se recurring segments today. So let's get it going. Oh. Asian domination. Oh, I have got, five we've of got them. We've got celebrity deaths. We have trending topics. Yep. yep. Uh, I, 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 I'm gonna. We got a. We got. I'm gonna. It's gonna be a surprise. In memoriam. We're gonna do sad science. We're gonna do pod posts. Let's keep it moving. And we already Ooh. did. What about things to come? So go. Ooh. Asian domination. Asian domination. This was yes. an interesting article that I saw a couple weeks ago that made me think Asian domination. Perfect for the segment. And it is this article. U.S. officials worried about Chinese control of American drug supply. Ooh. So basically, we've outsourced our entire pharmaceutical to the Chinese antibiotics. Really? Yes. Yes, we have. American national security officials are worrying about the scenario as they come to grips with this little understood fact. The vast majority of key ingredients for drugs that many Americans rely on are manufactured abroad, mostly in China. Wow. Um, so, are they going to start spiking our Viagra with like, uh, with like, uh, no. Like rhino horns and penises, because like it seems like in Asia there's so many folk remedies for for erectile dysfunction that involve killing endangered species. So like maybe they're gonna start at in addition to the Viagra, they're gonna start adding like rhino horn or something. No. Shark, no. Sh shark shark fins. I don't know. What they're gonna do is they're gonna look at Trump and say, "Oh, tariffs. This is how you want to play." Well, no. guess what? The last penicillin plant in the United States closed in 2004. So, guess what? You guys need medication. You need blood pressure medicine, Parkinson, epilepsy, antibiotics, all these things. Yeah, we've got all the ingredients. We're either going to A, jack the prices up big time on you, or B, just throttle it back a little bit, make you feel a crunch. This really hits home because I'm actually fighting a little cold right now. So, like, um, I'm starting to get nervous, like more nervous than usual. Because now you're telling me that me as... As a hypochondriac who also very frequently gets sick with colds because of my young kids, you're telling me that for those two things in my life, I'm not going to be able to get a hold of drugs like grade A pharmaceutical, like antibiotics, antivirals. Um, wow, that's uh, there. Let's just say that it is a possibility. <laughs> Wow. So now, just hearing that makes me really nervous, and I can't do anything about it because I can't get a hold of any anti-anxiety medication, so fuck! <laughs> Damn it. The Xanax, are they, are they holding back the Xanax, too? They might. They very well could. Ah, fuck. So... This is, this is how they take over. This is how they take over. They cut off our drug supplies, and then we all die of what? Like, uh, super gonorrhea? Super gonorrhea! I was gonna go with super gonorrhea. Yes. Because when in doubt, go with super gonorrhea. You die of depression thinking of super gonorrhea. <laughs> oh, man, it's Asian domination. What else? You got anything else you want to transition? This is like a lightning top... Uh, have to do lightning top. No, no, I think, so I think I'm... I basically covered Asian domination. I think that just goes to show you what the, the tariff trade war can do. What's at risk? Uh, it's more than just your iPhone. It is your actual medicine. So, the uh, the Tamiflu 
is made in India because I looked at the box. Oh, then you're good. So, and so uh, I guess maybe we'll be, we'll be okay with the pandemics. But uh, oh, by the way, you mentioned penicillin. You said the penicillin plant closed in 2004. Yeah. Dude, penicillin hasn't done shit in like 30 years. <laughs> Nobody takes penicillin. It doesn't do anything. It's like uh, basically a placebo. Yeah. Well, uh, you, okay. It's still your basis for amoxicillin and and things like that, which basically you can get for free. Talking about like that class of antibiotics. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So what else? So next segment, we're gonna go back. We're gonna dig back in to the discontinued food segment. So it's been a while. Discontinued um, food, that's a throwback. And it is current for me because this week I made a horrible discovery. Uh, along the lines of the Mangosteen Brookst Brookside, I think it was, and the, uh, the Sparkling Liptons, I just found out that they've basically discontinued the traditional Power Bars. Are you familiar with Power Bars? Uh, not really. Like the consistency, people say it's like the consistency of Tootsie Rolls. Um, and there used to be many, many more flavors, and then they slowly whittled them down. They, they actually, did, a while back, they discontinued, I don't know if I mentioned, they discontinued the, the cookie dough flavor. And I was really heartbroken because it tastes like cookie dough. And I was really in love with it. And then they, they finally whittled it down to three flavors, and I just realized over the past couple of days, in fact, they've got rid of all of them. Now, they still have Power Bars because... They have what we call Power Bar Protein Builders, which okay. are more like more like like your Cliff Builders and like they're real thick and much more tasty. Okay. So the, 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 the company's still around, but your traditional like flat Power Bar is basically discontinued. And the reason why I like them so much is the fact that they survive extreme conditions. So I can leave them in my car as a snack. And... No matter how hot or cold it gets, and living in Maryland, there are temperature swings. Right. There's 10 degrees, and there's 100 degrees. and So in a car, it'd be like 130, whatever. Okay. But I don't have to worry about them. Like any of these other bars, they're basically going to become totally destroyed, leaving them in the car. Maybe I could, I could maybe switch to a cliff bar. I don't know. Maybe that'll a traditional cliff bar will survive. But those tend to give me indigestion, so I avoid them. So I'm really bummed that your traditional power bars are going away. And I've eyed the case on Amazon, so I think I can still get one more case on Amazon. But it probably has an expiration date of, like, last week. So <laughs> that has been another segment, another... Wow. Uh, what about now? Discontinued food. I'm very bummed. Oh, that I'm sure. in fact, oh, you know what? And you know what I did? I was digging through some old drawer a couple of days ago, and I found an old chocolate power bar that had expired more than a year ago and i ate it and i am still here i am still here talking to you i mean i am i am sitting in my hospital room but, that, 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 but that's that's because of my broken femur not because of the power bar did it taste any different no it tasted exactly the same amount of bad uh, okay just a little it's just a little bit of bad anyway so i'm bummed okay so we got to keep it moving we got a lightning lightning segment uh, do you have another one, or can I do another one? Go for it. Go for it. Okay, we're going to do a quick sad science that we actually introduced. Sad science. <sighs> sad science. We introduced it, I think, last week, last yes, podcast. Yes, we did. And it, it, I might even have to give it its own segment, because sad science might be too broad, but it's another episode, another edition of Microplastics. The sad science, Microplastics Edition. <laughs> Microplastics are everywhere, and according to the last study I read, 
See if you can guess. I'll give you a hint. It's it's a it's something a person consumes. Can you give me a guess as to where they found microplastics? That a person consumes. In uh, food and or beef. Beverage. They found it in beef. No, guess again. They found it in beer. Okay, you're getting warmer that it is a liquid. Give me one more guess. Uh, Coca-Cola? It is not. In fact, the answer is tea. Tea bags. Did you know that even paper tea bags, apparently somehow they use plastic in tea bags to seal them? And somebody did a study and found that when you make tea with tea bags that have plastic sealants, you ingest a shitload of microplastics. Really? Tea bags, folks. Tea bags, folks. Wow. I did not know that. What I'm saying is now the only safe way to teabag is with testicles. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's just too dangerous to stick anything in your mouth other than a man's testicles. Oh, okay. Well, that's uh, sad to know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Some people might be glad. You know, I, I was I was thinking about a caffeinated beverage, but instead, just go ahead and stick your balls in my mouth. That's fine. How about you drink the tea and then I'll and I'll just teabag you. Maybe some sort of contact buzz of caffeine. I don't know. No. Anyway, so that's a, a very specific edition of my, my another microplastics edition of Sad Science. Sad Science. All right, keep 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 racking them up. Keep. Setting them up, and what I don't even know what the cliche is. You set them up, I'll knock them down. Whatever. What's the next one? You gonna uh, want me to do another one? Uh, do you want to do um, you want to do the uh, uh, in memoriam section? Absolutely, absolutely. There's a couple big ones. A couple big ones. Okay, go ahead. You start. Okay, so I have to open with, you know, the the guiding spirit, the creative force behind the Cars, which was is is one of my all time favorite bands. The passing of Rick. Ocasic or Ocasic. Um I think after all this time of, of loving this band so much, you, you think I would have learned how to pronounce his name, but sadly, no. No. I've always Rick thought it was Ocasic. Ocasic. I thought it was Ocasic. Rick, Rick Ocasic has passed away, and of course, you know, there was all the, all the rumors, all the speculation. Oh, was it suicide? Was it drugs? No, he was just old, and he had a heart attack, basically. Right, right. He, he, yeah, he was 75. He was older than I thought, which, you know, it's 75. Like, yeah, seventy five. I said seventy four. Close enough, but uh, something like that. Something yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, it's older than I thought. I mean, it's it's like uh, you know, you think seventy seventy five. You know, you you think the early eighties, which wasn't that long ago. That means he was well into his thirties when he was really kind of making it big, which is kind of late for rock stars. So. Yeah, I mean, they started in the early seventies, didn't they? Uh, I thought it was a little bit later than that. I thought it was like the late seventies, but I, I could be wrong. Well, I mean, they were, um, um, I think, successful, but like basically, they had they had a musical career because you know because everybody always in five bands before they get That's, their, yeah I'm sure so. their band that makes yeah. it big, but maybe not certainly cars, but like he was definitely playing like in the early '70s with Benjamin Orr because ben, him and Ben Orr were like in a folk duo before oh. they were in the oh, car. Oh, okay, that that I did not realize. So, uh, Benjamin Orr has um, been dead since like the early '90s, right? Benjamin Orr died in the year 2000. I've been sad ever oh, since because he was my... Okay, I didn't realize it was such... Like, I know he's been... He died in the year 2000. Pancreatic cancer. Yeah. 
He's been dead for almost 20 years, and that yeah. makes me sad every time. Yeah. So. He was the uh, lead singer on Drive, I guess, if people don't know. He was the lead singer of half their songs. And, like, yeah, yeah on half their songs tend to be the more popular ones. Not only Drive, but, like, um, um, you know, Let the Good Times Roll. He, yeah. he, he was, like, co-lead vocalist. Yeah. Uh, well, since we're doing music, uh, Eddie Money passed away. This Eddie Money, that's, and that's actually not surprising because he, a month ago, revealed he was in stage four um, yes. esophageal cancer. Yeah. Did you see that article? I didn't see the article when it was released. I, you know, I saw it at, at, when he passed away after he passed. I saw a picture of him, and he looked pretty rough. So, and so that's another sad one because he was a giant. He was a giant in the seventies. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. He's uh, Two Tickets to Paradise, uh, Take Me Home Tonight, uh, lots of great songs. So. Baby, hold on. Yeah, exactly. Shaking. Yeah. Walk on Water, uh, the late eighties. There, I thought it was a decent song. So. Uh yeah, so another another sad passing a big was a big fan of Eddie Money not as big as the cars but I did like Eddie Money yeah I liked it. um did we cover Valerie Harper last time she I didn't we no we didn't no. that's right yeah Valerie Harper passed away I think that was right on the bubble of where we were at so um yeah and uh she had been sick for a long time she was in the news for years she first announced like in 2013 that she had brain cancer yeah. and she yeah huh, she lasted another six years so yeah. like she, wow she fought that you know like a champ so but she, Apparently, from what I hear, she was a wonderful human being. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she seemed to be very well loved. You can tell by the way people are talking about her. So, um, we also lost uh, 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 journalist Koki Roberts to uh, to cancer this week. I know absolutely nothing about Koki Roberts. I just want to know. I just want to ask you this question: If you know anything about her, wh- where did she get that name from? Is that her birth name or is that a nickname? I, that I don't know. I mean, I've only seen her on um, on a you know on, on ABC the, news yeah. and stuff like that. So, um, but I don't I don't know much about her backstory. So I just you know I remember seeing her. She seemed like a very intelligent woman who was good at her job. So um, we don't have. Yeah, I know nothing about Cokie Roberts. Yeah, we need we need more of that these days, <laughs> especially in journalism. Um, I have another one. Okay, go for um, it. Aaron Eisenberg. Do you know who that is? Yeah, I actually was following him on Twitter. That was very sad. That was uh, wow. Rom uh, from uh, uh, Star was Trek it Rom or Nog? No, I'm sorry, Nog. Was it was Nog. Nog. It was Nog from uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Yes, it was Nog. Yeah, um, he was 50. Yeah, he was. Uh, I think he had had a a problem with his kidneys for years. Um, yeah, and that was uh, that's what eventually um, caused him to pass. Uh, but yeah, he was, um, he was, he had some really good episodes. Uh, uh, it's Only a Paper Moon is a great episode of Deep Space Nine. His, his story arc was one of the, one of the more interesting ones, I think, on that show. Because he ended up joining Starfleet. Yeah, yeah, and then, and then losing a leg in, uh, in, in, in battle. So. I don't even remember that, because you, you've watched it more recently than me. Yeah, yeah, he ends up. He ends up at a battle. Uh, I don't remember what planet it is, but he ends up at a battle with with uh, the Jim Hadar, and uh, he gets injured during that battle and loses his leg. And it's only huh. a paper moon. Is him basically kind of dealing with uh, the PTSD and 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 the the depression of no longer being, you know, a, a, 
able to serve. Uh, and so he gets uh, he gets kind of hooked in the the Hollow Suite program that uh, that uh, where they have the nightclub from the forties and the, the uh-huh. singer. Yeah, he with gets Joe, with Joe Piscopo or no, no, that was uh, Next Generation. It was um, okay. James Darren was the uh, the uh, nightclub singer in the particular episodes on Deep Space Nine. So it was it was one where he kind of starts palling around with the holographic uh, crooner of that nightclub and kind of deals with what he's gone through. So it's a very good episode. It's one of those more personal episodes, not too heavy on action, not too heavy on sci-fi. Oh. Uh, you mean like, this week on a very special DS9. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> but it was good. It, was, it wasn't it was ham-handed. It wasn't, it wasn't uh, corny. I thought it was well done. So. All right. Anybody else? Because I'm out. Uh, if you are a fan of the Grateful Dead, um, I saw that. Yeah, the lyricist. Yeah, the lyricist. Uh, what look, was his name? I'm looking up his name right now because I just lost it. Uh, give me one second. Uh, Robert Hunter. He uh, he passed away. Are you a fan of the Grateful Dead? Yeah, they're okay. Couple songs. I wouldn't call myself a fan though. Um, yeah, another one. If you uh, are a fan of Rob Zombie's horror movies like The Devil's Rejects or... Uh, I saw that. I saw yeah. that. What was his name? Dame? Sid, what was Sid Haig. Sid Haig was his name. Haig, sorry. Yeah. Sid Haig. Yeah. He, he passed away. Horror fans know him. Um, another one that passed away, and I only know this because my wife used to watch the show. Maybe your wife... Does your wife ever watch like HGTV and House Hunters and stuff like that? I don't think so. No. Uh, well, there was a, a host on that show for for years there in like the early two thousands by the name of Suzanne Wang, and uh, she passed. Oh yeah, I saw. I, yeah, she yes, passed away. From I saw that. Cancer, I did so. see that. Yeah, yeah I so, saw that. So I was. Um, I was aware of her because my wife used to kind of watch that show. So. So now this is be a good transition. Do you have any? Do you have any more? Because I have. I have a. I, have a, I think that's uh, it. Related. T- I think that's. I have related subjects. So, okay, so. This is a. a a throwback to a segment from a long time ago but um, as I pointed out a long time ago found out an interesting fact is that in the afterlife in heaven and hell they in fact have internet connectivity really I know that's so that's so odd right but in fact they get they have the internet in the afterlife afterlife internet you know apparently Comcast is everywhere but so um, I'm assuming like heaven has like uh 5G like they have in Korea and hell has uh, dial-up. It's dial-up, yeah. Yeah, okay, that's what I figured. But they can still so they can still send email. So, remember ages ago we got emails after they di- after they passed we got emails from Del Reese and Charlie Manson. I remember that, yes. I from re- heaven and hell, respectfully. So, um, last podcast we talked about the deaths of um, uh, one of the Koch brothers and. Mm-hmm. Um, David Koch. Uh, Peter Fonda. And Peter Fonda, yes. And I, in fact, have gotten emails. I've gotten emails... What? ...from those guys in the afterlife. So really? I thought I'd take a moment to, sh- to share. Yes, this is, you named it. It was the pod It was the pod post. So Peter Fonda had nothing better to do than to email us from the afterlife? I mean, he's an admin. You can, like... I'm assuming he's in no, heaven, no, he's, right? uh, he's, he's keeping busy. Peter Fonda, he is in heaven. Now, okay. okay. First of all, now... He's, he's a fan of the show. He listens to the show. They have great internet. When he's not listening to the Conan podcast, he's listening to the What About Now podcast. He wow. lo- loves it. Wow. He's a big fan. I love it. And so he just 
he uh, wanted just to describe a little bit what's going on in heaven. So he's there. He's up there chilling, obviously, with his father, with Henry Fonda. Okay. But uh, he's also spending a lot of time. So they do have they do have motorcycles in heaven. Wow. Is yeah. He, so he he is just like his character. Did Dennis Hopper make it up there? Just curious. Yeah. Let me get to let me get to that. I'll okay. get to that. So yeah. So just like the movie, he's having a great time, palling around with Dennis Hopper on Hopper, on, him and Hopper on their choppers. Wow. Riding their 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 motorcycles. You know. Doing wheelies, tearing, tearing out on all the clouds in heaven, you know. But uh, interesting fact: Did you know that? In fact, what do you think powers the motorcycles? Because it's not fossil fuels. How do you suppose they power the motorcycles? Uh, angel dust. That is a good guess. The correct answer is prayers. Uh, prayers, in fact, are the form of energy in heaven. So, like, when people pray, most prayers go unanswered. Because, in fact, they're being diverted from God. Well, actually, they're just being used as the power source. Uh, so the prayers float up to heaven, and they're just being consumed as a power oh, source. Oh, wow. And every once in a while, one is actually, you know, not used, is, is, read, is returned, is, is granted. But most prayers just go to heaven, and then are used as a power source. The power, he's, you know. So now that Peter Fond is there, there's probably going to be a whole lot less prayers answered. Because he's going to do a whole lot more writing. You asked... A second ago, was Dennis Hopper up there? Yes, in fact, Dennis Hopper is up there. They're palling around. But you know who else is up there? You know what they occasionally bump into is Rip Torn. And you know, you know the pet, you know the the oh. bad blood between Rip Torn, oh, yeah, Rip Torn yeah. and Dennis Hopper. So how are they getting along? They're not really getting along. Um, it's interesting because um, I don't know if you realized it, but you can make a pretty mean shiv if you whittle down a harp. So, like, basically, they whittled down the harps to a, a shiv, and they've been, like, getting a knife fights up there. Wow. Just like on the set of Easy Rider. <laughs> so, um, are we sure this is heaven? <laughs> yes, it is heaven, I know. it's. Uh, they, I mean, you can't get kicked out of heaven. Oh, so okay. If they keep going, at, you know, they have to see Peter's to constantly separate the two, but, you know. Gotcha. But, but you know, because God is, is such a big fan of their movie careers, they, they get a little more leeway than the average person. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. But, uh, yes, anyway, so Rip Torn, Dennis Hopper, Peter Fonda, all pounding around in heaven. And, uh, again, um, now let me just turn to the, to the email that I got from, was it, which Coke brother was it? Was it David Coke? I believe it was David, yes. So David Coke passed away, and uh, apparently he also listens to the show in hell. Wow. Uh, you know, it takes a while, it takes a long time to download the show on a on a dial up. But since we only put out one like once a month, that's plenty of time. <laughs> he he gets it he gets it downloaded by the time the next one is posted, so he's good. So basically, but so I got an email from him. So uh, um, he's having a blast in hell, which is, is kind of odd because it turns out he's gone down there and he's pretty much taken over the place. He's uh, he's. He regulated the entire place. Oh, so he's really? Yeah, hell has basically become hell. I mean, I don't know how to explain it. Like, <laughs> like with with all the repeal of the environmental regulations, the the river of fire is not even on fire anymore. It's what? completely polluted. <laughs> There's barely any smoke coming off the river of fire. Now, you know, with all the all the souls that have been that have been condemned to eternal damnation and being tortures, so like. Obviously, there there are demons in hell that perform the torture 
of the of the, the damn souls. And due to the repeal of the the labor laws, now these these torture these demons are working like 80, 100 hour weeks torturing the souls. I mean, they're basically being worked to death. There's like there's no child labor laws anymore, so like they're using chi- you know child demons to the torture. You know when I when I say a child demon, that's a demon that's under five hundred years old because oh uh, yeah yeah de- demons relative. live for millennia. Yes, it's all relative. Like if you, normally with the, with the, the child labor laws, any any demon younger than five hundred wasn't allowed to do any of the torturing. But like so the bottom line is Cook. Coke has gone down there and he's he's pa- he's palled around. He's he's cozied up to the devil, and was just just implemented all this deregulation. It's just he's just totally ruining hell, basically. Wow, I, and you know when when you start doing things like that, it just takes the spirit out of the workforce. I don't. I bet you they're not even uh, torching with the same zeal that they usually do. It's like no, no. Ba- it's so bad that basically the torturers. It feels like they're working for Uber. That's how bad it is. Wow. They're probably letting Hitler get away with picking the small pineapples now. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. And I hope somebody gets the joke. Yeah, about, I hope so. You know, <laughs> shoving shoving the, the, the pineapples up his ass. Whatever. <laughs> anyways, but... Uh, um, anyway, so that that's another edition, hopefully amusing edition, of... Uh, of uh, what about now pod post <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so does does uh, does uh, the Coke brother and uh, Charlie Mance are they hanging out or have they uh, kind of uh, gotten together did they make mention of that in the uh, email there was no mention but you know what I will reply to to Mr. Coke and I'll, I'll ask him I'll inquire maybe we'll we'll hear about it next podcast okay gotcha 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 uh, is he looking forward to his brother joining him? I know I am. I'm just curious if he is. No, because not really. Because the past few years before he died, he was ba- uh, there was basically some bad blood between the two. Do you, know, you hear about that? Uh, no, I did not know that. So, yeah, they were trying to like a power struggle between the two. Of them. Oh, so I'm guessing that they were trying to figure out which one was going to eat the babies first, and they didn't know. Did they eat the babies, or did they use them? Did they like use them as an alternative energy source? I, I don't know. Yes. Yes. Oh wait, just kidding. They don't believe in alternative energy sources. <laughs> Fossil fuels, baby. Fossil fuels. Mm. All right, so that's another edition of the Pod Post. Uh, are we ready? We've torn through everything. Oh, I think we're ready for the trending topic. Ready for the trending topic. All right, let's do that. So, let me open up the old. Hold on. Twitter sphere here. Oh wait a minute. Let's do let's do the uh, let's do the, the housekeeping first, real okay. quick. Can you do it? I'm gonna take a breath. I'm starting to get a headache. So I want you to I want you to uh, do our uh, our housekeeping. Okay. Well, let's see. Uh, what can you do? Well, you can reach us at Darren and Ted at what about wait Darren and Ted at gmail.com. Yes. Uh, How's that spelled? Yep. You can uh, reach us on Facebook at What About Now Pod, at Twitter at What About Now Pod. Uh, let's see, where else can you reach us? You can listen to us, of course. Are you, are on, you gonna Are you gonna spell the email because you have a fucked up spelling of Darren? So could you spell the email oh, address? I'm sorry. D a r i a n. Uh, let me start. D a r i n, and a n d, Ted T e d, at gmail.com. Correct. Yes. Uh, you can listen to us on Castbox, on Stitcher, on iTunes, wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. 
including apparently the Conan O'Brien podcast. We're going to be there too. Why would they want to contact? Is there some reason they would want to contact us? At one well, of because we are still looking for Listener Prime. A what? Listener Prime. Listener Prime is our initial listener. Someone that we don't know. Someone that, that hasn't met us before in the past. Or someone that isn't an acquaintance of someone that we know. That can come in and be a part of our show. Give us some feedback. Settle some arguments. Uh, just basically announce that they are the ones that are listening to this podcast. They are Listener Prime. And in return for being part of our show and being Listener Prime, you'll get the cash of crap. What's the cash of crap, Ted? It's uh, roughly 25 weeks worth of absolute shit. Where something maybe we've talked about during the course of the show, we've said, okay, well, in honor of this show, we're going to put an empty box of wall drill in the box. So over the course of uh, all the shows, we've slowly built up a, uh, a box, a metaphorical, bo- metaphorical box with all this stuff. And just to point out, I just noticed it, listening to it, but we actually did not pick a prize. We had it. We had a phrase of pains, but we, in fact, did not pick one for last week. Can you believe when we missed that? And we are not going to replace it because we missed it, so it's a lost, it's a lost cause. Never. We're not going to do this whole play. We're not going to do the whole free pass shit. It's like that. That's it. You get nothing for last week, okay. but we're going to make yeah. up for. Yeah. We're going to make up for it. So. And since they didn't call week, us last week, they must have known that. So we have to come up with something this time. So. That's that's the reason why. It's because we didn't say what. And yes. So that's the reason why they didn't come. Yes. So we're gonna make up for. We're uh, Darren's gonna supply a one ounce gold coin. There you go. Nope. 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 No. Nope. Ted's going. Nope. Ted's Ted's going to supply an expired power bar. Um, I can't actually do that. Yes, that's correct. I can do that. There you go. So. <laughs> An expired power bar will be added to the cash of crap if you I like it. contact us and identify yourself as Listener Prime. And what's the phrase that pays? What is the phrase that pays? Is the phrase that pays... Um, I normally come up with it, but since I came up with the prize, I think I'll let you come up with the phrase that pays. Well, you normally come up with the prize, too. It doesn't matter. If you can think of something, throw it out there. Okay, all right. Well, uh, How about... Uh, uh, River of Fire? Uh, mm, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to it. We'll circle back to it. Let's, uh, let's move on. Okay. We'll, we'll come up before the end of the show with the phrase that pays. So. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So, okay, that's a placeholder. So, for now, until we come up with something else, the phrase that pays is the River of Fire. Uh, what else? What else? Um, what, what, what are we going to... Okay, so the... Yeah, sorry. The the uh, expired power bar. And then are we ready to trending topic? Let's do the trending topic. Let's do it. Shall we? All right. So, yeah, you got you to gotta whip out the Twitter. So, here are our trending topics for tonight. All right. So, trending topic. So, uh, what we're doing is... All right. We, so, just to, just to explain what we're doing here. It's a shameless attempt to attract followers by looking at Twitter right now and seeing what the trending topic is, and then we're going to tweet 
that trending topic to it's a shameless attempt to grow our uh, listenership. So, what are our trending topics? Well, I'm going to eliminate television shows that we don't watch and anything to do with Thursday night football because there is a ton that has to do with Thursday night football, including player names and things like that. And I don't want to go that direction. So let me lo- uh, uh, bring it down to Shakira because she's going to be at the halftime with Jennifer Lopez at the Super Bowl this year. So Shakira, that that could be a trending topic if we so choose. Paul Ryan is a trending topic. That could be interesting. Uh-huh. And uh, honestly, that is it. Everything else is basically football-related with a couple of television shows that we don't watch, like Grey's Anatomy and shit like that. Um, so I am looking on Twitter because I finally figured out how to see the trending topics on the uh, desktop version. Mm-hmm. I see something. I see trending in the United States. Cancel New York Times. Do you want to try to tackle cancel NYT? Uh, sure, but uh, I'm curious as to why. Uh, you're curious as to why what? What 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 what's going up with the cancel NYT? What why why they're going that way? Let's see. Oh, you're gonna look at it now. Figure yes. out why. Yes, it's trending. exactly. I assume because some Trump supporters don't like the Times. Remember, there was some flap about Kavanaugh last week in the New York Times. Oh, here we go. It looks like the New York Times actually kind of doxed the uh, the whistleblower. That's why they're saying that. Really? They outed. They actually outed who the whistleblower was. No shit. Is that has that happened since we've been on the air? Because as of start of the show, or at least this evening, because I last checked the news, maybe like four or five o'clock, they hadn't yet to reveal who the whistleblower was. Are you telling me they've revealed who the whistleblower is? No, get out of here. Uh, well, this was actually at 2 o'clock. This is the New York Times tweet. Breaking news, the whistleblower is said to be a CIA officer who was assigned to work at the White House. His complaint suggests he is a trained analyst. Okay, so that's technically not outing the person, but I guess you could figure it out. If you if you look, maybe like, oh, there's only two CIA officers yeah. at the White House. You can like figure it out. Right? Exactly. Huh. So, do you, is this a topic we want to cover? Uh, sure. Why not? I, 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 it's, I either, it's either that. It's either that or the one that says Trending Maryland cover up. Now, we could go a different direction with that. If you want to do the... But that's Trending in Maryland. Uh, yeah. No. I, I, uh. Uh, so, do you want to do Cancel New York Times? Yeah, why not? Let's do that. I like it. I like it. Okay, so... Trending in Florida is Amelia. I don't know who that is, so... Uh, Oh, is that a storm? Uh, No, it can't because that's an A. No, no, it it, it looks like it's something to do with Grey's Anatomy, so who cares a shit, so... Okay. Uh, The Good Place, Miles Sanders, no idea, Shakira, Bill Buck, Cover Up, uh, Cancel NYT... Paul Ryan. So, okay, we're going to try. We're going to struggle through this. Yes. We're going to struggle. I'm going to tweet. Okay, live in the air recording, episode 34, discussing hashtag cancel NYT. Cancel the NY Times. Cancel NY Times. Cancel NYT. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's it. Okay, so, 
Ready? Live on the air recording, episode 34, discussing cancel NYT, trendy topics. Okay, and are we, are we officially committing to this? Yes. Let's do it. And send. Okay. So, so apparently they kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of outed the whistleblower and then the response is, is it, is it a legitimate response or is it just like the right trying to drum this up? Like, No, 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 this... The, this is the left drumming up the cancel New York Times. The left is very upset. Okay, so let's explain. Does this mean cancel your subscription? Is that what it yes. means? Yes, yes, what it means. Okay, it doesn't mean what? What else? Okay, let me ask you this: What else could it mean? Uh, well, in uh, popular uh, colloquial uh, slang these days. Uh, when somebody is canceled, it, it basically means they're they're ostracized. You know, if a celebrity has said or done something super stupid, and so, including some, especially if it's something in a kind of racial or sexist or anti-Semitic tone, uh, uh, they uh, are immediately quote unquote canceled. Arden, okay, are you sure it's not something completely different? So like, um. They even have this thing called cancel culture now. That, yeah, I've heard about that. Yes, but so what I'm thinking of, I'm going to go in a different direction here. At least this is this is how I am going to interpret this hashtag. So, is there something in New York called New York Time? Like maybe people who are late, constantly late. Like in New York, something to do with New York City, all the hustle and bustle of New York City, all the all the craziness of New York City. It's like. What do you, man, you're an hour late. I'm on New York time. You know, I think we should cancel New York Times. That's the direction I'm going. Can you think of something related to that? No, but then, it, but then it would be singular. It'd be cancel New York time. Well, okay, then what would be a different, what would be a, like a secondary New York time? Like sometimes you're, okay, New York Times means you're either really early or you're really late, but you're never quite on time. That's what's known as to New Yorker as New York Times. You're, you're never exactly in time. Actually, if you, I'm take, making this up right if you now. take a look at it, the hashtag isn't cancel New York Times or New York Times, it's cancel NYT. So, yes, but there are rela- but there are related hashtags. So what, what they're really actually, what, what they're actually really referring to is cancel New York Titans, which was the original NFL football team of New York before they turned into the New York Giants. And you know why they want to cancel? Because these players are either showing up way too early or way too late to the games, never on time. That's why. Exactly. There you go. So, in fact, in fact, it means both. It's both things. Yes, it's the cancel the New York Titans on New York time. On New York Times. Yes. (laughs) Wow. Well, we really pulled this one out of our ass. (laughs) And ran it into the ground. Oh, my God. So that's the best we can do. I think it only proves that with any trending topic, we can come up with some stupid bullshit. I think so. I think we're, we're really good at bullshit. <laughs> uh, so. Or could it, could, it mean, could it mean, like, for example, I, one time, I, actually a couple times, I took a, I took a trip to New York City to have a little tourist fun. Could it mean something like New York Times? Like times that you visit the Big Apple. Can't meaning meaning boycott trips, boycott tourism, New York tourism. Could it mean something like that? Oh, it's I'm you know, I've had some New York times, but I'm canceling 
New York Times. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna visit. I'm not gonna visit anymore because I'm sick of New York because it's full of Jews. And I can say that because I'm a Jew. Well, yeah, you can say that. <laughs> yeah. What, what would you? What would your reason be? Uh, because it's too expensive to go to New York. <laughs> and who charges all the high prices? The Jews. I've never said that. <laughs> uh, I was going to say the city of New York. <laughs> okay, so that's it. I'm canceling. Canceling New York Times. Cancel New York Times, meaning trips to New York, because it's just too much of a hassle. There you go. And I think it's time we canceled this segment. <laughs> okay, there you go. That's it. All right. I was just trying to... Come. Okay, there you go. So uh, let's wrap some... Let's uh, come up a couple quick stories. Want to do some quick stories? Sure, sure. I, uh, I made it to Galaxy's Edge. Do tell. Yes, uh, in case you don't know, if you haven't uh, been in the know, Galaxy's Edge is the new Star Wars theme park that has opened at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Um, it is pretty cool. Uh, I liked it. It's not super huge. It was also not very crowded. Uh, month of September is usually a little bit slower. It's, it's after Labor Day, so I kind of picked it because of that. But... Um, they only have one ride open right now, which is uh, the Fly the Falcon uh, ride. Um, and that was only like Question. a 15-minute wait. So, Do they still have Star Tours? They still have Star Tours, yes. It's not inside Galaxy's Edge, though. It's it's still on the outside part of it. Well, so they, that's confusing. Yeah, well, I understand. I understand. But the thing is, they when you build things kind of piecemeal like, like Disney does, that happens. So they have a Toy Story, they have a Toy Story Land... And there's still a Buzz Lightyear ride at Magic Kingdom, oh. which is a completely different park. So at least Star Tours is in the same park as Galaxy's Edge. I guess. Yeah. Did you hear about that? They're gonna somehow do like a, where it's like the Star Wars cruise ship. Have you heard about that? Yeah, they already do it. They're already doing it. So. Oh, they started that yeah. already. It's like you, for three days you stay in a hotel and it pretends to be a, a, a cruise oh, ship. Oh, in space no, oh no! Oh no! Oh. I thought you were actually talking about the actual cruise ship. Yeah, they already have a Star Wars cruise. But yeah, no, the Star Wars Hotel is not opened yet. But yeah, it's supposed to be like uh, uh, patterned after an intergalactic cruise. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's supposed to be super expensive, too. I haven't found out how much it's going to be. but um, And there is a second ride that's going to be opening up in December. I didn't obviously ride that one. And I also did not, unfortunately, get into the cantina which is the Star Wars themed bar slash restaurant that they have. Do they have do they have a band? Do they have the band playing that song over and over again? I don't know because I didn't get into the cantina. So <laughs> um, you, you need reservations for that, and I, I couldn't get in. I'm, I'm assuming they have some type of probably animatronic band. Yes, so that would make sense to me. I mean, with it has to be that song though. I mean, oh, it has to be. Well, what else? So could it be? But remember, they played two songs. Maybe they can play the second song. Dee, dee, dee. <laughs> so hold, hold on a second. So they probably what do you think they repeat it every hour so like you don't keep hearing it over and over again like every half hour they play one of the songs. I just keep it on a loop in my car so it's no big deal. So did you know on YouTube there are loops of the Star Wars songs? Oh yeah. Where it play 
It plays the Cantina song. It plays the Imperial March. Just Did you know on YouTube for the holidays you can have an eight-hour loop of Darth Vader burning on the funeral pyre at the end of Return of the Jedi wow. for your for your holiday Yule log? Does that work for Hanukkah? I'm just curious. Uh, do you have a Yule log for Hanukkah? Do you have a Hanukkah log? Uh, Maybe after lots of matzo balls you have a Hanukkah log? I don't know. Uh... Well, first of all, I have a gas fireplace. Second of all, it's a death trap. It's been broken since we've moved in. So, should I throw a, a, a log into the gas fireplace? Would that work? Probably well, not. Well, no, this is on YouTube. It's just a video. It's not actually, you don't even need a fireplace. That's the whole point. <laughs> no, but you asked me if we have Yule logs. Well, I mean... Hanukkah. That's what you asked what, me. Would you, okay, would you need to imitate a log burning for Hanukkah? As far as I know, it's just the menorah and the, eight, the lighting of the eight nights. The lighting of the eight nights? The lighting what? of the candle for the eight nights. The oil lasted for eight days, yeah. eight nights, or whatever. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's what we light. Yes. So, yeah, there's not too many Yule logs. Exactly. But what about, what about like a Darth Vader menorah? That'd be yeah, you cool. can light them eight times. That would be good. Yeah, I think you're onto something there. Ooh, wow. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Copyright pending. <laughs> uh, just got, just... To touch on Galaxy's Edge real quick. We don't need to go into too much detail, but um, the shops are super expensive. I bought like no souvenirs because it was so expensive. A magnet. I was like, I'll get a magnet. How you know? I can't afford anything here. I'll get a magnet. The magnet was ten dollars. I didn't even get a magnet. Ten dollars for a magnet. What kind? Which? What was the magnet? I think it was like Princess Leia or something like that. I was like, they were. I was just, Ridiculous the prices. Um, uh, the food was okay. There was that place called like the Ronto, Ronto Wraps that had like a sausage with like a spicy coleslaw on it or something. That was actually pretty good. And then I ate at another little restaurant they had there, and I had a. It was called the Endor something or other. It was like a chicken dish on uh, like mashed potatoes and stuff like that. That was only okay. That wasn't great. Did you feel like you were in a? Star Wars location, kind of like when you are Universal and you visit Harry Potter Land, you're 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 like at Hogwarts. You're yeah, at, they 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 you're, you're, the sets look Diagon Alley. Yeah, the set looks really good. They have a lot of uh, you know nice looking thing. The uh, the employees, everyone from the the shop, you know the the people who work at the shops, the people who have little drink carts and stuff, they pretty much stay in character. Um, there was a girl. Uh, uh, they, they had Ray going around, you know, and they have stormtroopers that do patrols, and so Ray was hiding from the stormtroopers, and she saw my daughters, and she brought them over and kind of talked to them, you know, how they like to do with the kids. They talk just to them, and basically teaching them how to get the stormtroopers to go away if they come to them and they say, you know, wave your hand and say, leave this place or stuff like that. So, and the stormtroopers will leave if they, if you wave your hand at them and tell them to go. So they, they all get kind of get into it. Um, the ride was really fun. Uh, it's for six people. It's like a virtual reality, kind of like uh, star tours, but it's more interactive. Whereas uh -huh. you sit in six different spots. So there's two pilots two engineers and two gunners and you have a mission to basically capture that coaxium energy stuff which was in solo and stuff like that and take it back to the resistance so they can sell it to or 
do the do the gunners get to use guns or? Yeah, well, they push buttons. They don't, you know, you don't sit like in the gunner seats like they did in the movies, which would really be oh, cool. That'd be great. Uh, but I got to be the pilot, which means I get to push buttons. But the cool part was when you jump into hyperspace, you have to pull the lever, just like in in the movie, and that's. That gives you a good feeling, you know. You pull the lever, and all of a sudden, you shoot in the hyperspace. It's kind of neat. So, it's it's it gets the ten year old in you pretty easily. So, uh, but it was fun. It was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, I will go back when the uh, new ride opens in December. Try to get in before my passes expire. So. Oh, and then also you're gonna when also when there's a hurricane warning, you're gonna go back as well. Oh yes, of course, absolutely. The best time to go when there's a hurricane. The hurricane. <laughs> the hurricane. Every yeah, every two years we get to do a hurricane podcast. Do you want to talk about uh, anything else? Are you done with the? Yeah, no, that's the, that's uh, pretty much it for Star Wars. Disney. Um, and the only other bit of excitement is I got to see the Who finally cross that off my list of uh, classic rock acts that I have seen live. Uh, they were backed by an orchestra that was really it gave it a, a nice dimension to their music i i really i enjoyed the show more than i thought i would i didn't know huh. i didn't know not that i don't like the who but i didn't know how their age was really going to catch up to them uh and i thought they did they did well i thought they did really well um the orchestra leader is a violinist first chair she was gorgeous and at the very end she gets up on stage and does uh at the end uh, uh bob o'reilly the little violin uh-huh. solo there she just tore that up and she had legs for miles dude she was really something else uh, but it was it was a fun show I enjoyed it so so I saw Daltrey when he opened for Clapton uh, like around 2012 or 13 and his voice was just awful so was his voice better uh, it, it wasn't awful he sounded he didn't sound like a young man anymore and he wasn't able to do the stuff that the notes and the and, and the range that he had as a young man but he didn't sound awful no not at all so and Pete Townsend was really good I thought they I thought they put on a decent show they well, good. they they had a good sense of humor they you know they 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 bannered with the crowd a little bit Pete Townsend was Pete Townsend bannered with the crowd it was, that was his thing he had a good sense of humor uh, what was it he said at the end of the show that I thought was funny Basically thanking the crowd for taking you know time out, coming out to see them. You know, he said you took time, you took money. Some of you probably had to go get a babysitter for your grandchildren, so we appreciate that. Ah. So, <laughs> so they are old. They are old, but uh, it was good. I'm I'm glad I went, and I'm glad I can say that I saw the Who. So, who opened for him? Uh somebody called. Wolf Rain or something like that. They were not very good. It was a, it was kind of like a cheesy. Wolf like, Rain. Wolf Rain. Yeah, it was like a cheesy rock band. It's like, it honestly, it's like, it's like a name you would give yourself if you were doing a rock band in high school in the eighties. It was really bad. It was they, they were not very good. So, I came in. I came in. I came in near the end of their set, and I didn't dislike that fact at all that I came in near the end of their set after what two or three songs I heard from them was not something memorable or worth even talking about so 
It wasn't nearly as good as the pineapple upside down cheesecake I had at the Cheesecake Factory across the street at Sawgrass Mills. That was really good. Worth missing most of their set. <laughs> the pineapple upside down cheesecake. Yes. Really good. Hmm. Could that be a title? Could that be episode 34, the pineapple upside down cheesecake? Or it could be the phrase that pays. One of the two. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. It's potential. Unless it's, unless it's the... River of Fire. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think either one works for either role. So <laughs> I feel like when you get to hell, just hear me out. When you get to hell, uh, the devil greets you and he asks you this question: So, would you like the pineapple upside down cheesecake or the River of Fire? <laughs> That's the first question when you get to hell. And the answer is River of Fire, because there's no pineapple upside down cheesecake in hell. <laughs> it's a trick question it is a trick question because he says well the pineapple upside down cheesecake is in the river of fire ah. <laughs> I might I might cross that river to get that cheesecake it was really good <laughs> wow I'm impressed okay well, then. Uh, let's see so I got a quick I got a quick one for you okay as we're talking about food let me wrap things up I have a story but I'm getting tired and it's not really a timely story so I could just tell it next time. Okay. <laughs> sure. But, uh, I have a small. I have a small story. Okay. So I like to feel like I'm a, a culinary pioneer. Okay. Um, I stumbled upon something. So, I was cleaning out some drawer in the kitchen, which is like, that should scare you already. Okay. It's the first mistake. Ted was cleaning. <laughs> and I discovered this old pack of Swiss Miss, um, cocoa. Powder, you know, Swiss Miss uh, hot chocolate powder. You know, like the, the powder that you put into milk or coffee to uh, to make a lovely chocolatey beverage, right? Right. Hot chocolate powder, and um, and so I started. It was kind of old, but you know, I don't care if it's expi- things are expired. I'll eat. Shall I eat a power bar that's a year expired? <laughs> and apparently, so will one of our uh, listeners. <laughs> but. Uh, so I, I put in the coffee. That's great. And I started getting obsessed. I'm like, I'm starting thinking, I'm like, what else? I really like the idea of adding this chocolate powder to things. What else could I add it to? Now, if you're in the kitchen and you have a packet of chocolate powder, what, what would come to mind? Something you might want to add it to? Hint. It doesn't necessarily have to be a, a drink. Huh. Okay. So, you could add chocolate powder to ice cream. I think that would probably work. Okay, all right. That's not a bad guess. Anything else? Uh, let's see. Um, you wouldn't want to make a soup out of it, would you? No. I mean, it depends what else. Uh, Technically, if you let the ice cream melt, you could have ice cream soup. But I would say... You could. Would you want to add the chocolate powder to the pineapple upside down cheesecake? No, no, that that, no, that, no. that was too good to 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 risk. Okay, that's gone too far. Yeah. Okay, so let me cut to the chase here. So, I have a box of instant oatmeal packets hmm. that I eat frequently before bed. Okay. And there was so there was such synergy involved because. It was both packet-based, right? You get a packet of instant oatmeal. You get a packet 
of your chocolate powder. I'm like, this is perfect. You open up two packets, put them together. And the only dilemma I had was, because I had a multi-pack of three different flavors, which flavor do I choose to put the chocolate on? Let me, in, ca- in case you're not familiar with the multi-pack, the classic um, I know there's like Quaker Instant Oatmeal. Apple cinnamon usually in there. Apple cinnamon, okay. cinnamon and spice, or maple brown sugar. Which one would you choose that you would think would go best with chocolate powder? I'm going to say maple brown sugar. Wow. Because that's... I did not go with that one. Wow. Oh, okay. Which one did you go with? So what I ended up... So first, I ended up doing it multiple times. The first time I went with the cinnamon and spice. I was thinking, chocolate and cinnamon probably go together. So I did the cinnamon spice with the chocolate. It was wonderful. Okay. And then I I did it again. And then... I did the apple cinnamon with the chocolate powder, and it was also very wonderful. I was afraid that the maple and the chocolate wouldn't go together. Okay. But, uh, I don't know, I'm getting, getting hungry now, so maybe, as soon as we get off the call, maybe I should just go upstairs and make myself a bowl of uh, maple brown sugar cho- chocolate powder. I, I don't think you should. I think you must. I, th- no? I I think we need a connective tissue between this podcast and our next podcast. And that will be the report on hmm. how does chocolate cocoa powder taste with the maple brown sugar instant oatmeal. Oh, like a teaser, a cliffhanger, yes. if you will. Tune in next time to find out. By the way, I did say something earlier. It sounded rather nice. I said, the synergy involved. What do you think about a title? Episode 34, the synergy involved. The synergy involved. That could work. That could work. Okay, potential, potential there. But there we go. That's it. That's my whole stupid story, and I'm just going. I've gone chocolate, cocoa powder mad in the kitchen. <laughs> they called him so mad. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's it. So shall we? I think we've done. We need our sponsors and get the hell out of here. Okay. I <laughs> uh, have about five minutes left on the recorder. Five minutes left. Five on the minutes recorder. left. So. Well, let's, let's say good night. Let's let's give us the sponsors. Right, this is brought to you by. Hold on. Okay. I also I was gonna say I have five minutes left in the quarter and about ten minutes left before I get a divorce because my wife I told my wife I'd be upstairs at eleven. So ah well hey well you know what you'll have more time to podcast with the divorce. <laughs> I guess you're a glass half full kind of guy. I guess so. <laughs> wow, that's putting a positive spin on it. Yeah. All right, there you go. Quick sponsors. Oh. Who, uh, this, this week's podcast was brought to you by... Uh, power Bars. Expired Power Bars. Also, um, uh, Chinese-made uh, pharmaceuticals. Uh, Galaxy's Edge at Disney Hollywood Studios, because it wouldn't be a podcast without Darren being a Disney show. And The Who, of course. Oh, that's right, and I'm a Sony show, but we have nothing nothing Sony this no, week. No, no, no. I'm better at being a show than you are. What can I say? <laughs> uh... uh so, uh, let's see. Oh, um, the best divorced attorneys that Baltimore has to offer, because I think you're going to need them. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh, of course, the uh, Windless Miami Dolphins. The Windless Miami Dolphins. Uh, the the Ukrainian president and his wonderful yeah. need for missiles. <laughs> uh, definitely peaches and prunes, because even though it's impeachment, we call it improvement. So, peaches and prunes. <laughs> the who? Sorry, what? The who? <laughs> I, I don't know. Who, who? Tell me. The Cheesecake Factory. The Cheesecake Factory. The cheesecake um, factory. Uh, let's see. Oh, that's it. 
That is about it. What was our trending topic again? The New York Times, of course. Can- po- podcast is brought to you by the New York Times. Canceled, they canceled the New York Times. They've been canceled. New York Times, you are canceled. So, if they're a sponsor, that means we. That means they're pretending to pay us. They were a sponsor. They're canceled now. So we're wait, we're canceling them as a sponsor. Well, they got canceled, so they kind of canceled themselves as a sponsor. Oh, so you're saying like they're out of business now? So yeah. The, the check's gonna bounce. Exactly, exactly. Damn it! <laughs> they were they were a pretend sponsor, but then everybody canceled subscription. They went out of business, and then they can't sponsor the program anymore. Fuck. And you want to hear the worst thing? That CIA whistle, whistleblower that has to remain anonymous. He was listener prime. Uh, then how come he didn't email us? Because he's got to remain anonymous. So he sent us an email, but it was. It was heavy, it was heavily redacted. Oh, okay. He sent us redacted email. Yes. That's why it appeared as though we have not received any exactly. Email. Oh, that's right, because I got that uh, empty email back uh, three weeks ago from uh, nobody. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, T definitely, um, definitely t- twining's T. Uh, now with fifty uh, percent more plastic. <laughs> Microplastics. <laughs> uh, yes. So that's it. I can't think of anything else. My sad, my sad power bar. Of course, power bars. <laughs> so my sad, sad disappearing power bars. <laughs> so sad. So, well, I guess that about covers it. So let's get you out of here before you move into my back room. I don't really need that in my life. So. <laughs> oh wait, too late. Oh, uh, that's a, that's that knock on the door right here. Bar- what? What are they called? A service processor? Is that what they called? They just served me with papers. So. A server? What do they call those? Uh, um, yeah, I'm blanking out now. It's uh, I think that's it's, never mind. It doesn't matter. Look, whatever. One of those people yes. that pretends that they know you and then they you've been served. Exactly. Like in every movie. Hey, are you Conan O'Brien? Yes. Well, you've been served your divorce exactly. papers. Oh damn it. Exactly. Um. All right, so I got to run upstairs and kiss some ass. Oh well, you do that. <laughs> do what you have to do to that ass. <laughs> and I've had to pee for about an hour now. So. <laughs> okay. Well, until next time, then this is Darren, and this is Ted, and you are listening to What About. my god yeah, i thought i'd turn that fucking thing i did turn that thing down so what the hell is that notification your, i thought it was your tablet uh, just turn yeah, the volume that, yeah i did oh the volume it's, of- first yeah for some reason it's got two separate things for media and for notifications so, oh jeez, turn so it I down the, i had the media down but not the notifications now it's down so okay oh my god he almost had a fucking aneurysm because something went bing well no we haven't technically started the show yet so that's okay Okay. Great. I'm going to turn it back up so I can cause it. Wow. I wonder uh, if we'll get more uh, 
more listeners if you have an aneurysm on the podcast. But if I have an aneurysm, that's like I'll stop speaking, so like it won't be ha ha. And then you'll you'll look like a douchebag for making fun of a person who had a stroke. So like it has to be something where like I can still talk, like a heart attack. Dude, I think we've made fun of people who had worse situations on this podcast before. So I think looking like a douchebag, I think that ship has sailed. Yeah, but we didn't do it while they were having it. <laughs> you understand the difference? Like, oh look, somebody died. Okay, no, no, somebody is dying in front of me. That's a whole different. That's a whole different scenario. It's like first you call nine one one, then you make fun of them. 